Welcome to another episode of EG's Rewire podcast. I'm your host, EG editor Sam McClary, and today we're continuing our series of conversations around the excellent EG Future Leaders project. In today's episode, we meet leaders from three of the companies that are supporting women throughout the Future Female Leaders program. That's William Beardmore Gray, Global Head of Occupier Services and Commercial Agency at Knight Frank, Michael Neal, Chief Investment Officer for Europe and Asia Pacific at Nuveen Real Estate, and Joe Weston, who's Operations Director at Wilmot Dixon Interiors. And in this episode, we talk about the importance of visible and inspirational leaders at every level within businesses, about the importance of investing in future talent, whatever the economic environment, and how businesses should and are leading their teams through the coronavirus pandemic. There's that and much, much more. So listen in for some lessons from the top about leadership, communication and workforce development. The upcoming conversation was recorded over Teams, however, and at times the audio quality is not quite crystal clear. But as always, while I can't promise you that the sound quality will be as high as you've come to expect, I can promise that the content quality will be. Enjoy. Joining me today are some of our now leaders, I suppose, uh, the leaders of some of the the, um, businesses that are helping support the future female leaders project. So we have William Beardmore Gray from Knight Frank, Michael Neal from Nuveen and Joe Weston from Wilmot Dixon. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on on this podcast. And now Knight Frank, Nuveen and Wilmot Dixon all supported the the first series of the future female leaders program so thank you so much for coming back and and supporting it again um i guess i'd like to start this conversation with a with a why uh why um why you're choosing to support again why you're choosing to put forward some some more excellent women through through this program william i'm gonna i'm gonna start with you thanks sam yeah i mean look uh we think that the future female leaders uh project is hugely important, very exciting, and incredibly beneficial um, to our business. It coincided the first cohort with you know, us having a long, hard look at ourselves um, around balance in general uh, in our business, but particularly um, gender balance. And we had at the time just appointed an external consultant um, to take uh, you know nearly 200 leaders through our business on um a course to discuss the issue in depth and as that was happening Catherine Cripps uh, was going through the process and had a you know it was a really positive platform a really positive pa- platform which um not just encourages the sort of our next future female leaders but um it's 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 a really good uh model for encouraging all our young talent uh, and that I thought was really exciting. Um, 
and seeing what Catherine got out of it and what we got out of it as a business, to be honest, to see her on the stage, uh, the final presentation, um, being really candid about her experiences uh, within our business, uh, particularly around coming back to work after her first child, um, you know, was, was was in some ways quite sobering, but excellent that we, we were able to stand up and, and see that happen. Yeah, she was she was awesome, Catherine. Absolutely awesome, and and um, Hannah too from uh, Wilmot Dixon was um, phenomenal up on stage. They were all phen- phenomenal. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Uh, Joe, for for you, why is um, why is Wilmot Dixon back? You're you're absolutely right about Hannah, and I, I must admit when I when I watched Hannah, um, she inspired me massively. I mean, I've been in the industry 27 years. I I joined at 18, so to see young female in the industry with that confidence was just awesome. It was amazing, um, and I I think you know we saw huge benefits. A bit echoing what um what's been said already around you know seeing not only that individual develop but also just reinforcement of um the 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 journey we're on around gender parity by 2030 um you know I, i as i say i've been in the industry um since i left school and it's it's really exciting it's an excellent platform um to just really sell uh and show the opportunities that that exist uh for everybody um uh, and that's why we're supporting it. And I, I Sarah, who's on the current um, programme, works within Wilmot Dixon Interiors, which is where I am now, an operations director. Uh, and Sarah's really excited about it. And it was um, it was quite interesting. She came to me and said, oh, I've been chosen. You know, she's she's a mum. She's I've been chosen to be part of this. And I'm really excited. And, you know, I want to make the most of it. And, and I really want to you know, but, you know, develop myself and be a mentor to others. So, you know, to feel that energy and excitement from somebody is just fantastic. Um, so that's why we're supporting it. That's great. It's great for, for leaders to be inspired as well. So that's really wonderful to to hear. And uh, Michael, um, Manreet for me was, um, was the surprise of the night, actually, because I think it would be very easy um, for anyone who, you know, if you just look at Manry, you think, you know, here's this um, uh, small person who um, you might not expect to have such a uh, a big command of a, a stage. But when she got up on on there, I think all of us were were taken aback and she um she absolutely nailed it up there so um i think you know your your uh, cohort this year has has some some big shoes to to fill yeah yeah i agree with that um yeah i mean mamri was absolutely terrific and uh she did a similar presentation actually at our uh, company wide seminar and uh honestly you know the crowd was silent everyone was uh literally you know uh, thoroughly engaged with everything that she was saying and uh yeah she totally nailed it and it was you know really inspirational as well for uh for, for people in exactly the same position that's that Mamreet um you know is in herself and uh you know sharing those experiences um you know gave people a lot of hope I think is fair to say so uh, she did a great job but for Natasha as well like you say big big shoes to fill but um uh, but she's great she's really enjoying it 
uh, already. And, um, you know, she's already passed on some feedback to say, you know, really looking forward to uh, the programme during the course of the year. You know, we had some really strong submissions from applicants for this year's programme, uh, Sam. So, you know, I think that reflects on the company, the bright ideas and talent that we've got across the business. Um, but, uh, you know, we love this programme. You know, it's all about, from our perspective, you know, finding ways to empower women, realising their potential. It's providing with training, access to role models, that sponsorship and uh, some great networking opportunities as well. Fantastic. And uh, and are all of you making sure that your your leaders from last year are, are working closely with um, the future leaders for, for this year? Are you creating that that connection with within the business as well? Joe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, we we um, quite often meet up as a, as a team, as a as a group of people. Um, so yeah, that 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 mentoring and that um, support is there, definitely. And um, William. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and funny enough, um, Sam, one of the things I was looking at um, yesterday in in preparation for today was some of the early literature around the candidates um, for the second cohort and. And I was reading um, what Amanda was saying about being involved. And I found, what I found really interesting is she was talking about how much she was looking forward to, to sort of learn from the process. But looking at Amanda now, you know, as a leader, what, what it made me think about is how much actually we can learn, you know, from these young leaders. And um, Michael, I think, as you said, you know, the the the, the inspiration that, they actually provide throughout the business in what they're already doing um, is is really exciting to see. Absolutely, Michael. Yeah, I mean, Manrit and Natasha obviously speak uh, speak all the time, but uh, it's probably also important to note that both Natasha and Manrit, you know, Naveen, we have uh, what we call our LEAD program, which uh, stands for Leadership, Education, Advocacy, and Development which we've rolled out in Europe uh, a couple of years ago. We've got it in the US and also in the APAC region too. And we've got something like 650 members of that now globally. So, you know, that's great. And through LEAD as well, we've got events, guest speakers, working groups from which we've launched initiatives, including junior board, mentoring, uh, an office exchange program. And uh, in relation to Manreet and Natasha, they're really vocal and playing a very significant part in that too. So it all leads through. And they're able through that as well to start talking about the experiences that they're getting from the um, uh, Future Leaders Programme. Mm, great. Um, and so turning to, to this year, I suppose we have um, we have the added um, challenge that has been placed upon us that we we now have to work in in very much a, a virtual world. And and from the conversations that I've been having with with this year's cohort, they are, you know, cracking on with that and and rising, rising to that challenge. Do, do you feel as, you know, as leaders of those bus- those businesses and being there to support um, the future female leaders that that you're having to, to work a bit harder or work, work a bit differently as well with with um, that level of support that you, you can provide virtually? Um, Joe, I'll start with you. Yeah, um, and I had a good, good long hard think about this actually in preparation for today. And um, what what has um, sort of really come through is that it's recognising that during this time people have different challenges. So, you know, some people have young children; they're doing schooling whilst they're trying to maintain, um, you know, that output through work. 
And I think it's just what we've really um, done as a leadership team um, and what I've done personally with my my people in my team is just making sure that communication is there, that support, you know, and through teams, through um, video conferencing, not just phone calls. So we still have that visibility with one another. Um, and, and recognising those flexible working hours, you know, sometimes they're not, you know, they have to do the schooling in the morning. So they're not, you know, really up up to full speed until 10 o'clock and just supporting that and, make, you know, making sure people aren't feeling like, um, you know, they're doing anything wrong by that. Um, and, you know, I think so really that communication, that visibility and that social leadership, which sort of comes naturally anyway um in terms of people um and yeah i think that's where that um it's really uh benefited um mm. in terms of our approach mm. and um and william amanda was really really honest in the in the last conversation we had about how she how she's been coping with with leadership virtually and that she has found herself that she has to over explain um, how she's feeling emotionally because, um, you know, we miss we miss something um, uh, over a, a virtual call. We can't pick up on on those clues. And she shared a story about how, you know, how she just had to go and lie on the floor for for an hour and then was a bit was a bit um, grumbly with her, her team. But then, you know, explained and, and everything was OK. Do, are you finding that you're you're having to to lead in a in a different way and perhaps show show more of yourself than than you might have done um, in in a physical environment? I, I think absolutely. I mean, you know, occasionally you get to your desk in the morning and you're feeling, you know, you might be feeling a bit off collar. You might be feeling a bit down. You know, every, everybody has a right to that. But then you've got to realise that if you're feeling like that, then you know, how is everybody else feeling? I, I personally think that leadership in this environment is, is is significantly more difficult because leadership is about giving time, and and in and in the actual sort of office environment, you, you know, you can generally you're either asked for your time or you can see somebody needs your time. Um, it's a lot more difficult to identify those people that you need to be spending time with um, remotely, um, and you know those people that need uh, need the guidance. And though, therefore, you you've got to make a far bigger effort um, to uh, to stay in touch and, and to and to to, to, to recognise those people who need the guidance. I, I think Joe, the point that you made about flexibility. I, I think that one of the, the most exciting things about what's happening at the moment is that um, the stigma around flexible working, which real estate balance identified as uh, one of the biggest barriers to gender balance, um, not just in our industry, but but in all, you know, has disappeared. I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, you know, most people over 40 may have paid lip service for flexible working, but I think there's a lot of leadership which didn't actually believe in it. That genie is out of the box now. Um, you know, every single business will now be using flexible working as a tool going forward. And I think that that is really, really important to uh, to the um, uh, the business balance that we're all striving to achieve. Sure. And hopefully that will be led from the top 
top down as well isn't it I think with flexible working if you see that your your boss is never never doing it then you don't feel like it's you're able to do it do it yourself so hopefully now that we've we've seen that you know you can lead and and be be flexible that 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 will that will help bring that through too I think that's absolutely right Sam that's, that's crucial um, Mike, Michael, for you, how is how's your leadership um, changed during during lockdown, and and how do you see it impacting um, Nuveen going going forward? Um, look, I, I think at the end of the day, successful leadership by definition is adaptive. You know, it has to be progressive, forward looking, because we know the skills and the environment that have kind of moulded leadership in the past will not necessarily be the route to and suitable for leadership in the future. Um, leadership styles, you know, need to continuously be challenged, refined, and then, of course, executed ultimately on the basis of achieving, you know, what's best for clients and for the teams and for the individuals themselves. And I think with uh, lockdown and, uh, you know, what's engulfed us in terms of this public health crisis, you know, this couldn't have come into sharper focus, really. Um, ultimately, successful leadership is delivered from creating that open and inclusive environment. And I guess, you know, we've all been used to accommodating and delivering this in an office environment where that face to face engagement is taken for granted. And it's a constant. Um, we're not there anymore. Um, hopefully we will return at some stage during 2020. But even then, you know, I'm sure social distancing or other requirements may make it feel a little bit different. Um, but clearly, you know, working from home, it presents a set of challenges and they're unique challenges and different for 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 uh, for everybody. We've got to try and manage that as leaders uh, in order to be able to obviously continue to, um, you know, basically ensure your staff are 100 percent with you on ultimately trying to um, achieve achieve your objectives. You've got to take your staff on, you know, on that journey with you, really. And as managers, you know, we've got to recognise that. Um, we're, we're at Nuveen, we're very much trying to, um, you know, ensure that teams are well aware that flexibility, you know, is there. You know, if you've got uh, childcare or dealing with um, looking after elders, then uh, that flexibility is, is there. We're communicating in as many ways as we can possibly think of. Uh, we're over communicating probably, but um, I think at the moment that's uh, probably the right thing to do. I guess. For for me, I think in, when it comes to to leadership and it, when it comes to this program, the the most powerful part of it is is the inspiration inspirational element of it, and and I I wonder that in these times, it having someone to inspire throughout the business and and at a level where people can see. The pathway to getting there is is even more more important because I, I I imagine that particularly for the younger um, members of all of our our teams there will be a little bit of of concern and, and worry at the moment uh, given you know we all of the the news that we see about the the biggest recession um, on it on its way you know there is um, lots of scare stories out there at the moment so having a um, a commitment to invest in future leadership must be a really powerful tool for 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 your businesses at the moment to help um, with that message to to your younger people. Am I putting words in your mouth, William? No, I mean I, I think that um, 
it is hugely important and it's really important that we uh, you know as leaders within night frank and i think as leaders across the industry are shown to be investing in um these types of programs um and bringing forward young talent throughout the business uh, you know i mentioned at the beginning the engagement with uh, with aviva wittenberg cox um from 21st on uh, external uh, or external consultant on on um on gender balance which it's really important that the business see that the top of the business is investing in that. The KFX program, which uh, has been rolled out over the last 18 months, which is all about developing um, a completely sort of gender balanced program, um, creating boards of, of our future leaders in the business. Again, really important that um, we're, we're seeing or you know people engaged with that and and the fact that we are prepared to invest in that not just invest in that actually bring forward initiatives that these teams and these boards are developing uh, you know, I think it's it's absolutely fundamental that um, you know leadership at all levels is um, is clear and focused and I absolutely agree with Michael that you know, I, I don't think you can over over communicate at all at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I've seen it within our business some fantastic communication going on an informal and formal basis. And, you know, it's exciting to see to see people step up. And I think that we're we're all inspired, not just those that um, will be very concerned and unsettled by these situations that you know unless you've been in our business or any business for 10 years you won't have seen what happened uh, after the um you know the global financial crisis which you know a- a- anyone un- un- under 30 is inexperienced in that type of event mm-hmm. joe jo, does that ring ring true for for you as well at, at wilmot dixon yeah absolutely i think we've all been very proud um of how people sort of have a um responded in this time and I think it is through um good clear leadership that you know that has um that has happened I mean I um just before lockdown we put offers out to our new trainees so as a as a a contracting business obviously we've got our challenges that we've had around um delivering projects safely um but we've also got the challenge of making sure that our mental health of our of our people is okay and that we are continuing to you know during this time the development doesn't stop and our you know our look ahead and our future planning doesn't stop so you know we've had we had um trainees that we interviewed before the lockdown that we're continuing to maintain contact with that haven't even you know started with us yet um and you know and we may defer their start from september to january but that's all in all in the mixing pot at the moment for decisions um but we've also got um i'm actually one of the directors responsible for looking after our current cohort of trainees and i definitely experienced some different anxieties from them um you know compared to the you know the site managers and that that are out on site um that you know they were concerned about their um development about college about the fact that you know some of them had moved home and with it were in shared accommodation within within london and and were you know all of their 
um, people would move back to their homes. So, you know, and it was just, just supporting them mentally, you know, that mental health during this period has been really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, dis- and it's just enabled us to really get to know our people even better. Um, and, and, and like William just said, you know, seeing the the camaraderie around the business around you know not just work the people are having social team quizzes um and I also set up the the 555 challenge so we've had some really good um you know uh competition if you like around (laughs) that just seeing that come together has just been fantastic and um but yeah the people have their own challenges and I think you know just mental health has been really important to support Excellent, thank you. Um, and Michael, for 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 Nuveen, the investment in future talent and the the message that that gives to to some of the younger younger people in 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 your business, it, uh, do you see that as a sort of a business critical investment? Yeah, I, I I really do. I think you know, really carrying on perhaps from some of the comments that have, that have made. You know, it's really important that we understand that lockdown is different for everyone. Although we're all in the same situation in many respects, everyone's experiences are going to differ. Some will find it quite isolating, some overwhelmed, perhaps managing homeschooling or care, as I say, caring for elders. Uh, you know, that human element is really important. I think within the business and for Nuveen, it's all about the culture. Mm. To keep those people connected uh, as I say with lots of communication new initiatives uh, we set up for an example a club pretty similar to what Joe has mentioned perhaps in some respects uh, we called it ACDC uh, mm. not the uh, 1970s uh, Australian rock band but uh, that's the all caring distancing club uh, which provides that weekly newsletter trying to keep the culture alive really funny stories themes a day in the life of certain leaders <laughs> uh challenges we've had pub quizzes your drinks on zoom um you know articles really which focus in particular on your well-being uh physically and mentally and i absolutely agree that mental health point in particular is is really key we're promoting that flexibility and we're just trying to ensure that you know whilst it's you know it's it's a bit cloudy out there isn't it let's let's be honest uh none of this is easy you know covid19 has caused that almost profound anthropological shock uh you know we've stopped half the planet ultimately to save lives uh and there's no previous precedence so you know it would be unreasonable to think that people won't be concerned um it's the job of the leaders to ensure that the culture and the kind of business itself is doing all that it can to keep communicating and the reality is we're trying to say that actually you know, on the ground, things are still happening. You know, our business is still alive. We're still signing deals. Tenants are still taking actually space on on some of our properties. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are all things, you know, whilst we'll see obviously some, um, you know, some, some fallout, there's no doubt about that. You know, the view is of our business and I think, you know, globally that we'll come back. You know, that's what humans do. And uh, I've got every confidence that, you know, our sort of leadership team can, you know, ensure that, we bring everyone on that journey, particularly those, you know, really key future young leaders. And like William said, some of these have never seen either, you know, recessions either. And that, that that's important uh, to to uh, to understand. Absolutely. And I, th- I think, um, it, you know, if there's one thing that we can take away from this experience that, that everyone is, is going through is that um, 
businesses have become so much better at, at communication and uh, uh, understanding every every element of, of their, their business. And we might have thought that we were pretty good at that um, before, but uh, I think this has really highlighted that the, the power of, of really strong communication. And I'm certainly hopeful with with um, this year's cohort of, of future female leaders that that's going to um, come through um, really strongly in in the talks that they they will give when we can do our our grand finale, which um, uh, is is for me really the, the highlight of of the year because it's always so so emotional and so in, inspiring. So I um, to to round us up for today's conversation. I'd like us to to take a leap into the future, I I suppose, and and I'd love to hear from each of you what you're what you're most looking forward to hearing from from all of the future female leaders, not just not just your 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 own, uh, Joe. Yeah, I think it, 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 like you just said, it'll be around you know what the positives that we can take out of the experiences we've had. I mean, it's made us all absolutely take stock. Um, of how we do things, where we do things um, and the conversations that we have and, and how we, you know, still manage to um, juggle life in very different times. So it will be um, really um, interesting to hear everybody's stories around the challenges and the things that they've actually continued to to do, you know, the, the things that they haven't just reverted back into into type and the way we always did things, because I think there's a huge amount to come from, um, you know, the change working that we've had um, through this time. So that'd be what I'd like to see. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, I think as, as much as anything, it's just continuing that agenda, really, for innovation and, cha and change you know, driving that agenda as as hard as as hard as we can and doing it through uh, people like Natasha and Mamre, you know, people are listening to uh, to, to, to young uh, talent like that and uh, they're the ones who can make the difference. You know, we we as a real estate industry, you know, it, it's not been the most forward looking and it's changing and it's um, proving, you know, if I look at, you know, where uh, the sort of professional qualification route to surveying comes from with the RICS. You're still looking at an organisation there where there's only 15% of uh, qualified surveyors as RICS. That is changing. And I know that uh, it's more like a third now in terms of uh, females that are, um, you know, qualifying as RICS. But clearly there's a lot to do. Um, you know, at Nuveen, we're perhaps more tied to investment management and we often see qualifications and investment managers uh, and talent coming through with different qualifications but you know that's there's an area to work on there so you know the journey is still continuing and uh, I think using as I say our young talent our, our young uh, women talent that uh, we're in the best place to sort of as I say push that agenda for change really so um, you know what what a year this is going to be to uh, be basically uh, sort of living through this and uh, then sort of passing on your experiences because if you can go through this and come out of it <laughs> positives which I'm sure people will then uh, you know I think the uh, the future is looking very bright for those individuals in particular and uh, for those coming into the industry. Yeah yeah excellent thank you. William. Um, well I, 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 echo, I echo what uh, Joe and Michael um, ha have said I mean I sincerely hope that we're doing um, uh, we're doing uh, these uh, talks together rather than virtually. Um, yeah. 
what what I'm really excited about is is listening to the the, the ambition, the positivity, their belief, you know, their hope, their ambition, and making sure that we as a, an industry, you know, take that on board and use it to drive agendas within our firms to reach our goals and ambitions around around this topic. You know, Knight Frank, we're looking to be no more than 60% of any gender at any level. Um, and, you know, that, that is a big ambition. But, you know, with the talent that we have coming up through the business, through the industry, there's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't achieve it. And we, we've just got to keep on um, making sure that we're very focused. I think and thank that, you for, for, for this for this project and, and, and cohort because it's a real help. Oh well, it's an absolute pleasure. You know how much I um, am in love with this this project. I think it's the the most wonderful thing um, in the world, and uh, I yeah, I it um, it tugs at my heartstrings every, every day. And I think that's a it's a really um, strong point to to end on that we you know ambition positivity and and hope and and using that to drive agendas going forward and i think if if business um looks at um its operations in in that way then we we will come out of of this this stronger and 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 for the better uh, and i am uh, confident of that in the in the conversations I've had, not just with with you here today, but with the um, future female leaders as as well. So, let's be ambitious, let's be positive, and let's not hope. Let's know that the the future is is going to be bright. A bright future is definitely waiting for us around the corner, and so too is another episode of the EG Rewire podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for this discussion, and thank you, of course, to our guests, William, Michael and Joe. We will be back later in the week for a catch-up with some more leaders from across the real estate sector, so don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to make sure that you don't miss out on that chat with Savills, Cluttons and DLA Piper. And remember, if you want to keep up with all the latest news, views, analysis and research that the EG Group has to provide, sign up to all of our property podcasts and subscribe to Radius Data Exchange for unlimited access to all of our content and comprehensive commercial real estate data.